Stephen Jill here. Good day. Welcome to the House Academy Show this time. Entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about obsessive calendar scheduling. And if you haven't guessed it, I wrote this uh, title. And if you couldn't tell, I hate this stuff. <laughs> Everybody's got a different way of uh, being successful on a day-to-day -day basis. My, my way is relying on my calendar pretty much obsessively. Obsessively. Uh, to the point where it I think it annoys a lot of people. Yes, it does. Jill's number one annoyance. Hi, so Greg. Talk about it's why. me, Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about why it works so well for me. And I think Jill's probably going to share why that's just not how she operates at all. Nope. And I'm going to... Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Dan says, Hi, Land Academy. My wife and I are fairly new members, finally got our first mailer out, and have a lot of signed purchase agreements mailed back and lots of positive calls. Yay. People are accepting uh, our offer of... $4,520 for 40 acres, and there are multiple similar properties advertised for sale between eighteen dollars and $19,000. That's awesome. That's how it's supposed to work. Right? Until, <laughs> until eight days ago, an investor advertised a similar property for $8,299. I was going to ask $11,500. Should I offer just below his two hundred by two hundred ninety nine dollars? Appreciate any advice you can give. Thanks, Dan. So you go first. Well, my first thought is that other guy is probably in our group. Yeah, he is for sure. Or he's in a group like this, or he just wants to sell it quickly. Um, my advice is, and it's like less than one sentence: stick to your plan. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change a thing. That's what I was gonna gonna say also you're doing it all right big deal there's two of them out there for this for very similar pricing i would you know i, I would just maybe stick with your eleven thousand. people might you know one his is going to sell yours is going to sell it's going to work out fine there's two way below all the other available property and i think that's going to be great keep in mind that these people that buy these properties are going to use them so if you and your spouse are looking for a house you don't the, the rock bottom price property is not the one that you're gonna buy because she has to live there. So she's gonna pick one out that has the finishes she wants. She doesn't care about price, mm -hmm. you know, or, or he or however this works for you, you know, and, uh, with That's what you true. have going on. So having the cheapest property, like picture this, a couple of guys have been saving their money for a lot of years and they wanna buy some hunting property, maybe put a cabin on it. That's the kind of property we're talking about. They're not going to look for these absolute cheapest one. They're going to work, go out there and say, "Well, this one for fourteen grand is way better than this one for eight grand for how we're going to use it." So, mm -hmm. five thousand dollars more doesn't matter. Well, let me and let me tie this together. This is the House Academy show, so even though it's kind of a land question, you can think of it as a couple of ways. This could be a total infill lot, so now it applies to House Academy. Maybe that's what you're doing, buying property for builders, or you could just you know change change your gears a little bit. And guys, will you give me the question again? Change your gears a little bit, and he's buying it for 145,000, you know, kind of thing for a three-bedroom, two-bath, and everything else is 189,000 for three-bedroom, two-bath, and someone else came in, you know, closer to his kind of kind of number. So this all applies. It's all the same thing. That's right. Regardless of the property type, the difference is. 
for houses, uh, we're not doing them at half. We're, we're doing them at, you know, way below its current uh, market value, if you will. That's the thing. Uh, and, and selling them below the current market value because of all the reasons that we spell out in House Academy. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Completely makes sense. Price is not... We talk about price and value so much, I guess. I understand why you're asking this question, but it's not the end-all, be-all when it comes, certainly when it comes to houses. Uh, right. People buy houses, and even wholesalers or landlords buy houses for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, The lot, the school, yeah. uh, how close it is to mom. There's What's the square footage? Because yeah. landlords, uh, if you talk to any experienced landlord, they ha- will never have any four-bedroom houses for rent. When they have a four-bedroom house that goes up on the market, it's taken and they live there forever. And if they don't, they re-rent it or release it in 25 seconds. So if the square footage is the same, but it's four bedrooms, not three bedrooms, and the price is not going to matter that much or as much. Thank you. Today's topic, obsessive calendar scheduling. This is the meat of the show. Okay, so why are we talking about this? Because this is not my favorite topic. <laughs> I got to say. Every day. <laughs> Here's why we're talking about this. Okay. Every single time Jill and I have a live event, this topic, it gets, uh, and probably in everyone's opinion, including mine, over-discussed. They say, it starts like this. So you guys just did this live event. Usually happens at the end of the live event. How the heck can you guys do a daily show? I think we have nine companies now have time for this live event and still kind of remain calm and buy and sell real estate. And that's, that's ridiculous. And my answer is always obsessive calendar scheduling. And now it's over talk. (laughs) (laughs) In my life, this is what I do. I wake up, I go to my inbox, which is a a disaster, just like yours is. And I, I start reading down my email inbox or my phone messages or whatever inbound stuff is reaching me. Um, maybe there it's Skype messages from people uh, that work for us or whatever. And I take all this inbound traffic and I either make this decision. I need to deal with this now because it's pretty fast and it's no big deal. Or put out, put out this fire. Which it, if you're at the top of your company, even if you're a one or two person company, that those things are far and few between or they should be now. Uh, the fires are for when you're new it, new it, and you're making mistakes. So if I either deal with it right then, or I schedule it. And and what I do is I take the the content of whatever the message is, and I say I'll deal with this at three o'clock today, or two o'clock, or I'll put it in a. Uh, this is a thing on Thursday because I need to have uh, Jill's opinion because it involves the stuff that Jill's better at than I am, and on and on and on. So my my email inbox, for example, goes to zero. When I, I never ever st- uh, quit working when there's stuff in my inbox, ever. And this day and age now with Microsoft 365, you can take the content of the email, copy and paste it, and put it in that schedule part, and, and send yourself all kinds of notifications so you can't, you have to do it. All you have to do is one thing, stick to that schedule. Take the stuff, put it in there, and stick to it. So I woke up this morning, this is the day that we record podcasts, uh, Jill and I, and the day that we do live event, uh, live webinars, and I know exactly what's going to happen today, and I feel great about it. I feel great about today and the amount of work that I'm going to get done, and I have a bunch of stuff scheduled for tomorrow, and it's okay. Everybody knows it because they all got to notice that we're going to talk about this tomorrow, not today. So I could never, ever do 
what we do so successfully without obsessively using that calendar and, and the notification components of that calendar for everybody else that needs stuff from me, ever. Is it kooks? Yeah, and Joe's gonna tell you about that right now. It's okay. <laughs> See, I, I like to think on the calendar spectrum <laughs> where you're, where a scale of one to 10, you're a 12. <laughs> I think I'm a five. I think I'm a pretty good five. So, because yes, we have employees, we have people, I have you. There's things that have to be scheduled and have to be followed, but I like the freedom. And that's part of why I talked about, you know, we were talking about on the show yesterday on the Land Academy show. Why am I here doing all this stuff and working my butt off? Because I like the freedom of my life. I like to book trips to New Orleans with my girlfriends. But to put it in a schedule, no problem. Well, it is in the schedule, <laughs> that's my point. But. I like to, but even then, I want to make you do a last minute thing. I, you know, I don't know. I want to wake up today and, uh, or maybe tomorrow, and just decide what I want to do. So here's what I sneaky do. Here's here's my here's how I handle obsessive <laughs> guy. So I book things that aren't real things, but you can't tell. But I booked my day off just to have fun. It's a fluff day. You don't need to hide that. Well, it doesn't I matter. I booked my free time too. <laughs> Well, whether or not you, I know you, you would approve, but it just looks better on the calendar with everybody. It's like, oh, Jill's got a big meeting day, apparently. No, I don't. She's getting it's her like, hair done. I have to, exactly. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta have some me time. That's, that's the other. How, By the way, this is, let me back up. A lot for me, honestly, the underlining theme here is sanity. You gotta get this stuff done. We all know that. How you do it best is, and maintain your sanity is up to you. For him, it's like he, he needs to have it so scheduled out that it's like, it's he doesn't have to think about him. He doesn't have to remember things. Oh yeah, I gotta call that guy, whatever. He just schedules it and that's fine. For my sanity, I can't look at a calendar that that's packed and busy. I can't handle, make this call here, do this here, send this email. I can't do that. I have the big things on the calendar and the little things, I actually have a, like an old school kind of a list and I get to them and it's fine. And my, e- my email inbox doesn't go down to zero, but I maintain my sanity, it works for me. So I hope that your takeaway from this is, you know, figuring out what's right for you, knowing what's there and choosing what's best to be the most effective and maintain your sanity. That's beautiful. It's <laughs> a beautiful take on it. Oh, Thank no. you. Now he's gonna now he's gonna <laughs> rip holes in my whole thing. Go for it. No, I have to ask you this question, and I really, I'm not throwing you under the bus, but I want you to it's okay to answer me, um, and not take it personally or anything. But oh. how much of this, how much of your way? And I'm not knocking your way because I think it works great for you. And we, you know, we wake up every morning and we're like, wow, this thing really works. All of it. How much of it, of your sanity, do you have because I'm crazy? about scheduling and getting like the mechanical information, not inspiration stuff done. Oh, I would still do it the same way. If you weren't here, is that what you're asking? Yeah, do you think you'd get half the stuff done that you get done? No, I think it'd be the same, honestly. I really do. Wow, you think you're just as effective with your touchy-feely way? Well, it's not all touchy-feely. Let me back up. Here's something you may or may not know about me. Remember, I used to carry around a Franklin planner, by the way. I always had those. I learned it from my dad. He always has them. My mom still has them since he passed every year. He had one of those little spiral bound 
um, day at a glance kind of things. Not kidding. And the guy used it like a diary. So I grew up. I grew up watching that. So when they first came out of those electronic organizers, I was one of the first people that had them. Way before we had cell phones. I'm dating myself. I realize this. But I carried around that. I remember one of my bosses going, "What is that? What are you doing?" And I would put little reminders in there. I put things in there. They're like. You're She's weird. as crazy as I am. Well, see, but I don't take it to the same level because I don't feel like I need to put sex on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where did that go? Saying. Where did that go? It's like well, quarter of a week. There is one, you know, just the <laughs> Good, it made you laugh. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I've had that too. I just, you know, maybe, maybe too, Stephen, maybe I was so much that way. And it, and now I've realized, and it was hard, but I don't want to be that way. I like to be a little bit free-flowing and whatever. That's just how I operate best. Okay. Okay. Is that bad? No. Okay. No. Whatever works. So this all, there's no one that can argue that this, whatever this is and, and the amount of years that we've been doing it together, it works. So mm-hmm. why dramatically change it? It's just little improvements from this point out, on out. The other thing I should say about these calendar environments that's really different than let's say a Franklin planner or a PDA or whatever or just walking around with a notebook in your uh, backpack you're sharing all this stuff with everybody else that's in there with you that matters like your clients your customers your uh, employees your partners so if I get an email from somebody that, like let's say it's even Jill that says this thing that we're working on is is kind of going sideways and you ask me to tell you if it's going sideways so what do we do and here's the problem. What I do is I go and schedule a, a, a discussion or a meeting or whatever, uh, usually that day, later that day, or the, or the next day, depending on what the schedule's like. And she gets a notification, and she can accept it or decline it. She can say, or, or say maybe. And so she now she knows about it. It's in her calendar. I know about it. She's going to come. She's not. Or she says, I'm happy to meet with you, but it's going to be a better at a better, uh, different at a, at a different time. So now everybody becomes on the same page. So with product launches and all this other stuff, everyone knows where that where everyone else is. And if you want to, I don't choose to do this. This is what would make me a twelve versus a nine. Uh-huh. I can see we, you know, Joe can see my calendar. I can see hers. We can, and if we wanted to, we can see everybody's that works for us, or for that matter, anybody who lets us. I don't, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in just saying, hey, we need to meet on this. Does uh, three o'clock work for you, bang. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Happy you could join us today. Every Tuesdays and Thursday, you can find us right here on the House Academy Show. And for more exciting conversations, (laughs) and well, a lot of this kind of goes together, by the way, so I hope you're listening to us over on the House, excuse me, on the Land Academy Show, and that's Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Tomorrow, the episode on the Land Academy show is called How to Pull a Title Report in Title Pro 24-7. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. You know these dogs behind us? I hope this is getting picked up on the mic and uh, on the camera. I don't know why it's so funny for me. It's such a source of humor when these dogs along the strand here just get into it with each other. Oh, I, I do think it's kind of funny. Usually it's the little ones picking on the big ones. As long as they don't get hurt, which doesn't yeah. seem like they ever do, but they just go nuts. And it doesn't seem like it's a specific, it's Breed. not every single dog, yeah. No. A lot of them are good. Any, can you shed any light on that? Because I don't know. When I was a dog, that was two <laughs> lifetimes ago. 
You just had a bunch of dogs. I never have, so I don't know. <laughs> you, you kind of led to believe I really know the, the inside mentality of a dog. Thanks. We'll put it in the calendar and talk about it tomorrow. Yeah, I guess we will. <laughs> the House Academy Show remains commercial free for you, our loyal listener. So wherever you're watching and wherever you're listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.